Let's talk. Scott talk. Let's talk. Scott talk. Let's talk. Scott talk. Let's talk. Scott talk. Today we're talking with Andrea Ball. Andre is the author of Seek God, 40 Days of Intimacy and Growth. And it's a book that's uh, a 40-day devotional for those who don't attend church. Andrea, how are you today? I am great. Thank you for having me on today. How are you? I am the same. Thank you very much. So let me ask you, Andrea, um, do you go to church? I do not. Okay. Is there a particular reason you don't go to church? So uh, I was, I'm not going to say I was raised up. I grew up in the church. I didn't go. I went alone. My parents never went with me. Um, So I went for several years. I was on a praise team. I was a speaker. I did different things. But as an adult, I feel like I don't get the things that I need from church or I haven't found a church that can give me the things that I need or that I'm looking for. And I don't always agree with their practices. Okay. But you do have a relationship with God is what you're saying. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Prayer, worship, uh, studying the word, reading, me and my friends fellowship together. I just choose to do it privately instead of in a space with others. Okay. That's, that's fair enough. That's fair enough. How do you go about finding for your book? How do you go about locating people who are unchurched? Um, <laughs> I don't have to look very far. Um, <laughs> I don't have to look very far. People are running over like, um, I actually, I have a lady that I work with in uh, Decatur who's been going through a lot and I just came in and, and I just brought her a book and she was like, oh my God, I didn't know you wrote a book. I was like, I know it's, it's not a big deal, but I see that you're going through a lot. I see that you have been carrying these scriptures around. You have the devotional coming to your phone. And, you know, I see that she's just been under a lot of stress. So I thought maybe this could help. It's not a big deal, you know. And that's usually how I go about it. I just kind of watch and see. So one thing about me is I love to make people feel better. I'm very silly. I love to laugh and joke. I love to make people feel good. So using that when I see people down, that's how I typically go about it. So locating the unchurched is not a problem at all. Oh, no, (laughs) especially now, my generation, a lot of my generation, we don't church because we're in the process of unlearning things where we're, my generation is at the point where, okay, that wasn't right. So let's figure out a better way to do that. Respectfully, respectfully. So how long did it take you to write Seek God? Oh, it's been a while. I'll say about maybe about three or four months, three or four months. Ironically enough, um, the job, I just celebrated my eight year job anniversary and I started writing it while I was in my job training. Like when we were in there watching videos, I was like, oh, let me see, let me, you know, (laughs) I'm always multitasking. So, yeah. Let me ask you this now. You created this 40 day journey with God. And instead of rules, you call them rails. So let me ask you this. Did you follow the 40-day rails that you set forth in your book? So when I wrote the book, I had been celibate for two years. 
so I hadn't I hadn't done anything. I was always at work or reading, trying to be a better person. So for me, it was like piece of cake because I do this all the time. I like your early morning prayer that you wrote in the book. Um, tell me about your prayer life. So one of my that's one of my long term goals is always to have an amazing prayer life. Um, I have a prayer journal that I write in, and I have to drive. I drive an hour to work every day, so. When I drive, I try to break it up in 15 minute increments where 15 minutes I'm worshiping, 15 minutes I may um, listen to a TED talk, 15 minutes I may talk to my dad. You know, I try to be very intentional about the time that I spend with God and just getting my prayer life constantly developing it, you know, staying in a state of gratitude, being thankful and just finding the God in every situation. I noticed you mentioned your dad, you and your dad must be pretty close. We are extremely close. Me and my dad talk about at least three times a day, at least three times a day. That is very cool. You know, you hear a lot about mothers, but you don't hear a lot about dads. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm a single woman. And like I said, I've been in my job for forever and I always have to be at work early. So typically if I have to be at work at four, he's like texting at about three o'clock, three thirty. If I'm not texting back, he's calling. He's like, Hey, just check on you. You up? Want to make sure you up? Ready to get your day started? Um, he'll check on me around lunchtime to see how my day is going, see if I need some encouragement. We usually talk on my way home. Uh, we talk before I go to bed. Like if I'm up in the middle of the night because my dad worked night shift my whole life, so he's always up at quirky hours like me. So at two in the morning, I may call him and he's up watching Divorce Court or something. We talk all the time. Personal question: Is your dad leaving you enough space for a relationship? He is, but I will say this. I'm 29. Me and my father have never talked about boys at all. Boys don't exist. Never, never date, never met a guy, never like, dad, I'm going with such and such. It's, boys do not exist. Like, I'm grown, but I can never just be like, daddy, I got a boyfriend. Like, uh-uh, uh-uh. It's just two totally separate. I actually had um, something happen here recently. I was at my dad's house and this guy that I was seeing saw my car and he like just comes over because my dad's outside. He comes over. He's like, hey, is your daughter here? And he's like, yeah. And he's like, somebody's here for you. I'm like, for me? Somebody's here for me? And I was like, what are you? And he was like, well, I just wanted to see how you was doing. I hadn't talked to you. I saw your car. And my dad's like, who's that? I'm like, I'm daddy. <laughs> like, I regressed to a small girl. I'm like, I don't know what's on his mind, daddy. He's like, woo. He, and my dad was like, he was tickled, you know, because he's never seen what a guy. So all day he's like, man, what was on his mind? He must have wanted breakfast. He was over here at 6 o'clock in the morning. The school bus hadn't even ran. It was literally 6.40 in the morning. And he was getting off work and rolled by. And saw my dad out there and was like, oh, okay. And I'm like, no, this is not, no, we don't do that. Call me. You can call me. So, yeah. So now, are you a prolific writer or was this your first, your first uh, venture into writing or have you written more? Yes, that was my first book. Uh, since then, I've written a couple more. I wrote a book called Logic from a Duck. And I wrote um, some books that were kind of, specific to my industry, to the event industry. So, um, but that's about it. I'm working on a new book now currently. And it's, uh, I feel like it's kind of 
gonna come from a place of seek God, but it's gonna take a different route, but different route, but maybe get you in the same place. Okay. What um what are your hobbies, Andrea? Ooh, um, I like I love spending time with my family and friends. Like anytime that I can get to hang out with my cousins or my friends, I'm a happy camper. Um, I like shopping. <laughs> I like shopping. Um, I like networking events. But strangely enough, I don't like big crowds, so I don't go to like concerts or that sort of thing. Big crowds are a lot for me. But, um, you know, just going out doing different things, traveling, maybe shooting pool or going down a trail, you know, just experiencing adventures, I'll say. At the end of your 40-day devotional here in Seek God, where would you hope someone, a reader, would be spiritually? I hope they will be ignited, you know what I'm saying, to discover God on their own terms, in their own way. Because, you know, God, everybody doesn't receive God the same way. I Let me tell you one thing about me. I have always wanted to be a gangster, okay? I've always wanted to be a thug. My whole That's all I ever wanted was to be a dope boy. Like, oh, they were just like everything to me. I love the movies. I love the music. So what made me fall in love with God, when I was like, you know, God was okay, gangster, like, God came up in the church and flipped the tables over. He had, you know, a crew with him everywhere he went. Everybody around God was getting money. He only hanged with, like, tax collectors, fishers, prostitutes. Like, everybody around him was getting money. I can get with that. And so when they finish that book, I hope that whatever they relate to, they're able to find God in that way. Okay. Okay. Sounds good. So do you have a... a, a other businesses that you do? I know you're involved in a, a normal day-to-day business aside from writing, but do you do anything else extraneous from your writing and your regular job? Yeah, so um, I had a spoken word series called Words and Wine. I say had because I did it in Huntsville, and since I've been traveling, I haven't been to Huntsville as much to do it. But through that, I became um, a poet and spoken word artist. Um, I sell alcoholic popcorn. Alcoholic popcorn. Yeah, right. Alcoholic popcorn. Um, I found someone that makes it for me, so I buy it. And I teach other people how to sell it as well, but it's five percent alcohol in each bag. And some of the flavors are like um Tito's cheesecake, uh birthday birthday cake, uh white Hennessy, Hennessy caramel, you know. It's really cool. And depending on how much you drink, you can get a buzz. Like, if you don't drink, you can get a buzz off popcorn. But if you're somebody that, like, drinks frequently, it may not be as much for you. Okay. Alcoholic popcorn. So how large is the bag or the container? How many ounces would that be? Um, 16 ounce. They come in a 16 ounce bag. Mm-hmm. Okay. For someone who, who doesn't drink much, you actually could get a buzz. Yeah. Yes. Wow. That's amazing. That's amazing. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, so what's next on your agenda? You say you're writing a new book now. Is that is that your next agenda to complete that one? I am. I am. It's a new book called Tequila Therapy and Trap Yoga. And it's the adult surviving pack. Because sometimes you need some, sometimes you need a shot of tequila Sometimes you need a therapy session, and sometimes you just need some trap yoga. Well, once again, we've been talking with, with Andrea Ball, author of Seat God. And what was the other book you said, Logic from a Duck? Logic from a Duck, yes. 
Good title. Good title. I like that. Um, and she is um, a prolific writer. Uh, she obviously loves to uh, loves people, loves to be with people, loves her family, loves her dad tremendously. And she has been a joy to speak with. Andrea, thank you very much. Okay, thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. Let's talk, Scott talk. Let's talk, Scott talk. Let's talk, Scott talk. Let's talk, Scott talk.